Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Mike Marillo. Any progress on the Purple Line project? Montgomery County officials get an update. I'm Kate Ryan. The Dow closed up 230 points. The Nasdaq up 154. S&P up 43. It's midnight on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Oprah Winfrey was the first presenter at the Emmys on NBC tonight. As you can see, tonight is a party. Whoa! It's a celebration of the most successful broadcast medium in the world, television. First-time Emmy nominee actress Cheryl Lee Ralph won for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for her role as a devout kindergarten teacher on ABC's Abbott Elementary. I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever give up on you. At the JFK Library in Boston today on the 60th anniversary of President Kennedy's moonshot speech, President Biden announced his own moonshot to end cancer as we know it. Cancer does not discriminate red and blue. It doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Beating cancer is something we can do together. And that's why I'm here today. The Justice Department has subpoenaed dozens of people as it continues its investigation of the January 6th insurrection. CBS's Arden Farhi. Those subpoenaed include senior-level staffers and mostly unknown field operatives like poll watchers. FBI personnel served at least a half dozen subpoenas last Wednesday and Thursday, with some recipients receiving knocks on their doors around 6 a.m. There were long lines today at St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh, Scotland, where the coffin holding Queen Elizabeth lies. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer is in Edinburgh. Still an official morning, but already hard at work. Charles's day had begun in London. In Westminster Hall, the room where his mother will lie in state later this week. He accepted the condolences of members of Parliament and the House of Lords. As I stand before you today, I cannot help but feel the weight of history which surrounds us. About 15,000 nurses have walked off the job in Minneapolis and Duluth, Minnesota. They say they want a 30% raise, but this nurse says the strike is about more than money. We are not striking because of our wages. We are striking because we want to make sure that our patients have the best quality care that they can, and the foundation of that is proper staffing levels. Federal officials on Monday announced funding for an expansion of mobile crisis intervention teams in Oregon under the belief that sending a police officer to a mental health crisis is often the wrong response. The state has pioneered the use of unarmed intervention teams. This is CBS News. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $68 a month. That $10,000 designer ring for just $168 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. Approved credit. WTLP at 1203. 
Tuesday morning, 13th of September, 2022. We're looking at spotty showers ending as we head towards the midnight hour. Mostly cloudy, cooler, less humid, lows in the 60s. We're at 70 right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this Tuesday together. We began with the man suspected in but not yet charged in the deaths of two women locally in Fairfax County and one in D.C. has been dubbed the shopping cart killer. Anthony Eugene Robinson is charged this morning with two murders in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and Monday prosecutors laid out some of their case. Here in Harrisonburg District Court, prosecutors showed the judge video of Beth Redman and Tanita Smith each walking into room 336 of the Howard Johnson Motel with Anthony Robinson. The video showed Robinson leaving the room and coming back with a shopping cart then pulling the cart out of the room with something body-sized wrapped in sheets. The autopsy said both women had plastic bags over their heads and their arms were bound behind them with thick yarn. Prosecutors showed photos and a receipt of Robinson buying that yarn at Walmart. The judge here found probable cause. The grand jury will consider indicting Robinson next week. In Harrisonburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. WTLP at 12.04. The Washington Commander is reportedly being sued now by several people who say they were apparently hurt when a railing collapsed at FedEx Field last season, happening in January after the Eagles beat Washington. That day, 20 to 16, ESPN reports this lawsuit has been filed in the U.S. District Court of Maryland by four people from New Jersey, each asking for an award in excess of $75,000 per person. The suit says the four are still getting treatment for injuries they say they suffered that day, including cervical strains, muscle strains, bone contusions, cuts, and headaches. Other defendants named by the suit also include the company that provides ushers and security of the stadium and another that's responsible for inspections, maintenance, and repairs. It's 12.05 on your Tuesday morning. Several large railroad labor unions say they plan to strike if a new contract with a big rail company such as CSX is not done by this week's end on Friday. If that strike happens, it could impact several rail lines around here. If there's no deal and you depend on marked trains on the Camden or Brunswick lines to get to and from work, you'll need to make other plans. That's because CSX owns the tracks those trains ride on and trains will be forced not to run if a strike happens. For Mark riders, some MTA commuter buses in addition to Wamada and ride-on buses will honor Mark tickets. So will Mark's Penn line, which won't be impacted. VRE also doesn't own its track, so it won't run either if the strike happens. As for Amtrak, it owns most of its Northeast Corridor tracks. So getting between D.C., New York, and Boston won't be a problem. But heading south of D.C., you could see an impact. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Meantime, passengers could get on board the Purple Line we hear four years from now. The Montgomery County Council getting an update on the progress after a long wait. The last time the Montgomery County Council got an update on the Purple Line, it was May of 2020. County Council President Gabe Albornoz was asked about the feedback that the council's gotten from the public on the project which stalled due to a dispute between contractors and state officials on cost overruns. I guess what we have heard mostly is relief that there is a path forward. The 16-mile light rail line would take passengers from Bethesda to New Carrollton with 21 stops along the way. The $9 billion project is expected to be able to open to passengers by the fall of 2026. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.07. Traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. Do not miss the Mervis Diamond Sale this weekend. Enjoy special savings on our fabulous lab-grown diamonds. 
The diamond quality is fantastic and the brilliance is superb. Now you can get a bigger diamond for less money. Even more, this weekend take an extra 10% off our famous mermaid lab-grown diamonds. Or get up to 60 months to pay with zero interest. The sale is on this weekend only at all Mervis stores. Reserve your private showing on MervisDiamonds.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Serta Pro commercial painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. The power of minimal disruption. We work with you to ensure a smooth project. The power of making you look good. Making sure it's done right, on time and within budget, so every property manager looks Looks like a hero. That's CertiPro Painters. The power of pro. Get your project started at CertiPro.com. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. A Tuesday morning, September 13th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 12.08. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Very good morning to you. We'll start off on I-66 westbound. Now, I don't have the work crews in camera. However, VDOT has informed us that they are planning on closing the ramps to two separate exits tonight. It's going to be on the westbound side of 66. The ramps that take you to 234, the Prince William Parkway at southbound, will be closed. Same story on the ramp to 29. They did close the ramp last night for 29. So if you're headed westbound, you will find that the right lane is going to be blocked past 234 as well as both the ramps to 29 and 234. Again, it seems like they are just at the beginning stages of setting this up, so at this very moment, you may still be able to access them, but as the night goes on, they will be closed. Now, if you need to uh, head into Manassas or Gainesville, your options are either going to be uh, the exit for 234 Sudley Road or uh, the exit for 15 in, in uh, Haymarket there. That can get you down towards 29 relatively quickly. Eastbound side of 66 headed past 28. Left lane is currently blocked there in both the through lanes as well as the express lanes. So as you head past 28, you will have a single right lane available to you. As you continue over towards the Beltway after Nutley Street, you should find the work crew along the right-hand side inner loop of the Beltway. While the delays look better, the amount of lanes that you have are the same. You still have just a single left lane getting by the work crew between 50 and 66, and it is quite slow. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team forecasting some phenomenal weather over the next couple of days. It really is going to be quite wonderful with plenty of sunshine. Got to get through our Tuesday morning, though, first. Cloud cover early, maybe an isolated sprinkle and some wet roads. So give yourself a little bit extra time. I think we'll see a nice afternoon, though, with that sunshine coming out. Highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, mostly sunny skies each day. Starting off with nice, cool, overnight low temperatures and nice afternoon highs around 80. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 73 in Hyattsville this morning, 68 Tuesday morning in Fredericksburg at the midnight hour, 74 Eastern Maryland. We're at 70 and holding in our nation's capital. This midnight check, first one brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 1211 on WTOP. Here's Matt Mandrock, the head of U.S. Public Sector at Zoom, on Workplace Reimagined, sponsored by Zoom. Employees now are demanding autonomy, flexibility, and most important, the need for technology to support the way of working. The government is needing to you know, meet these fast-changing demands, and it's essential for a virtual experience to be as good as, if not better, than an in-person experience. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zoom.
Across the virtual halls of government, federal employees trust Zoom for government communications and collaboration and to engage with the public in serving their mission. Zoom for government with ATOs across the federal spectrum is U.S.-based, using the AWS GovCloud and two co-located data centers. Zoom has authorizations and attestations with FedRAMP, DOD's impact level classification, FIPS 140 cryptography, and supports over 300 NIST controls. Learn more at karasoft.com zoom. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1212. Good morning. Welcome in. Tuesday morning, September 13th. Glad you're with us. Ukrainian troops have reclaimed a wide swath of territory from Russia, pushing back all the way back to the eastern border, in fact, in some places. The Ukrainian military also reports capturing many Russian soldiers. The gains are said to be part of the lightning advance that forced Moscow to make a hasty retreat from occupied land. As blue and yellow Ukrainian flags flutter over near the newly liberated towns, the Ukrainian military says that its troops actually freed more than 20 settlements in only a day. In recent days, Kiev's forces have captured territory at least twice the size of Greater London, according to the British Defense Ministry. The momentum has lifted Ukrainian morale, as you might expect, provoked rare public criticism as well of President Vladimir Putin's war overall. This morning, NBC News correspondent Courtney Kuby, who covers national security in the Pentagon, tells us here at WTOP about whether or not Putin is now looking at his third defeat in this war. It's definitely true that Putin and the Russian military are on their heels when you look at this later counteroffensive, but everyone needs to take a step back because right now this is one battle in a larger war. Ukraine is making pretty significant battlefield advantages and gains right now. And, and it's a very important area up in the Kharkiv area in the northeastern part of the country near the Russian border. The fact that the Ukrainian military was able to take back, some reports say upwards of 1,200 square miles. That is extremely significant. It is a blow to the Russian military. But we have to keep in mind that at the end of the day, the Russian military still is, is outnumbering the Ukrainian military, they still have more equipment, even with the tremendous amount of support that the, the international community has provided to Ukraine. And the Ukrainian military, this has been a tough offensive already. It's still pretty new, but at a certain point, they, they will also be tired. So this is a significant win in the, this battle is, is a big deal, but we, we can't look at this as potentially the end of the war. I think we are still in for a longer war here very much appreciate your words of caution it's always smart to go that route how likely is ukraine to keep this territory once it's taken it back from the russians so i think as long as they maintain enough equipment to hold it they will be able to so where they have a disadvantage is in their numbers they don't have as big of a, of a military force as the russian military does but they have a force that is much more motivated to fight than what we've been hearing and seeing from the Russian military. So I think they have a good chance of being able to hold it as long as the, the international community can continue to supply them with the weapons and really critically with the ammunition that they're gonna need. With the latest in the war between Ukraine and Russia, that's NBC News Pentagon and National Security Correspondent, Courtney Kuby talking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. It is the morning, September 13th. It is 12.15 sports time. Our first midnight hit with Rob Woodford. Russell Wilson's return to Seattle ended up being about so much more in the Seahawks' stunning 17-16 victory on Monday Night Football. Wilson threw a long touchdown among his 340-yard night in his Denver debut, but his Broncos in three goal-to-go situations lost two fumbles and settled for a field goal. His former backup, Geno Smith, had the more efficient passing night to steal the show and a primetime victory in what was an NFL record seventh week one game to be decided by three points or less. Back home, the Washington Commanders were enjoying a victory Monday despite a defensive letdown in the second half of the win over Jacksonville, Ron Rivera. A lot of things that I know Jack and the staff worked on this offseason you know, are starting to come to fruition. It's not quite where we want it to be yet. But I think the guys most certainly played well. That conversation will include how to move forward without Federian Mathis. The defensive tackle will undergo surgery on a torn meniscus in his left knee and will spend his rookie season on season-ending injured reserve. Washington signed defensive tackle Donovan Jeter in a corresponding move. The Nationals open a five-game homestand with a brief interleague series against the Orioles. Corey Abbott takes his 705 first pitch. Baltimore counters with Dean Kramer. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 1216 Tuesday morning on WTOP. The top stories we're following for you this early hour. We may be closer this morning now to getting a special master in the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago investigation. The Justice Department and Trump team agree on one person who they all say could do the job. In the meantime, the Justice Department has handed out dozens of new subpoenas, we're told, in connection with a separate investigation into the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. They were issued to more than 30 different people associated with the former president and the efforts to influence the 2020 election. Sixty years after President John F. Kennedy's famous speech that rallied the nation in the space race, President Joe Biden visited Boston on Monday to speak about his cancer moonshot. His goal, he says, is to cut cancer death rates by half in the next 25 years. Scotland bidding a fond farewell to the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, with a service of thanksgiving and remembrance at Edinburgh's historic St. Giles Cathedral. The first of many public farewells to come. The Queen's state funeral will be held next Monday in London in a week. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. A U.N. agency says 50 million people lived in modern slavery last year. A new report estimates some 50 million people worldwide were living in modern slavery at the end of last year. That marked a 25% increase over the previous report five years ago. The International Labor Organization, the U.N.'s International Organization for Migration, and the Walk Free Foundation reported Monday 28 million people were living in forced labor and 22 million were in forced marriages at the end of 2021. Two-thirds of all forced marriages were found in the Asia-Pacific region, the world's most populous region. But the highest number per capita was in Arab countries. I'm Mike Gracia. Good Tuesday morning, September 13th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time is 12.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, let's go back over to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Keeping an eye out on some of these work zones. Looks like there's going to be a lot of them throughout the overnight hours here. Uh, as of now, VDOT letting us know that they are planning on shutting down the ramp from the outer loop from southbound 495 onto westbound 66. I'm looking at both the cameras pointed towards that ramp, and it does seem like there is uh, a couple of aeroboards uh, uh, trucks as well as plenty of cones on the ramp there from the southbound side of the beltway towards westbound 66. But 
It does look like you are still able to access it, though just a single lane gets by. Uh, as of this very moment, you are able to head westbound, but again, be not to say that they're planning on closing it, so keep that in mind as you head out the door and uh, do have a plan ready. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, just a single left lane gets by right now as you make your way from 50 up towards 66. It is slow, but uh, things are moving, so not to worry. You should be able to still access 66 from the inner loop of the Beltway. Westbound side of 66, it's a similar story. VDOT says that the ramps that will take you from westbound 66 towards 234 as well as to 29 Gainesville will be closed tonight. I don't have it in camera, but it does look like they are in the process of setting up according to VDOT. Eastbound 66, past 28, left side blocked, single right lane gets you by. Southbound I-95, you're slow from Triangle down towards Russell Road. A single right lane gets by the work zone, bit slow through that area. Things in Maryland, pretty quiet, but there is an accident scene reported on the southbound side of 270 near the ramp to Shady Grove, so keep that in mind as well. Join the YMCA today with zero enrollment fees and move forward towards achieving your health and wellness goals. Enjoy playing pickleball, tennis, swimming, and getting a great workout. Visit ymcadc.org to learn more. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your Tuesday and the rest of the week for you as we make our way through the next couple of days. Some really great weather making its way in. We've got a cold front, though, first tracking our direction. And ahead of that, we've seen some shower activity and plenty of clouds for your early Tuesday morning. But that front moves through. We see lower humidity and lower temperatures. Highs in the upper 70s to around 80 degrees. I'm going 82 in the city for your Tuesday. Plenty of sunshine in the afternoon. Wednesday and Thursday, highs around 80 Friday, high of 81, abundant sunshine as well. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 71 in Ruston, 73 this midnight hour. Tuesday morning, September 13th in Bethesda, 70 in Woodbridge, 70 as well in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. WTOP at 1220. today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Closet America performs miracles every day. Hi, it's Chris Core. Closet America designs, manufactures, and installs dream closets, mudrooms, pantries, garage organizers, and much, much more. And right now, they're having a buy more, save more event, which means you get 25% off and free installation, plus an additional 5% off if you have them do two or more jobs. Details at ClosetAmerica.com. Closet America, everything in its place perfectly. This is WTOP News. Good morning, September 13th. Welcome in the midnight hour to WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning on 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app, where the time now is 1222. It is considered part of being a grown-up, even though it's not something you really want to think about having to use. We're talking about life insurance. This morning, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger explains how to navigate this subject. When you really think about the reality of what we've all just lived through over the last two and a half years, I think it's not surprising to hear that almost a third of Americans say they are actually considering life insurance as a result of the pandemic. And it's really just 
hits that message home that bad things can happen out of the blue. The idea is how can we prepare for those things and make sure that our loved ones are protected. So where do we start? Because figuring out a policy has to be complicated, right? I think we start with a very simple question. If I were to die suddenly, would anyone have a disastrous financial outcome? In other words, is someone relying on me? And I know we always think about this in terms of kids or a partner, but maybe you're taking care of an older relative. Maybe you've got a dependent who's a sibling. Maybe there's a special needs situation. So if you do need coverage, the next question is how much? There's a slew of insurance calculators online that will help you out. And once you get that amount, the type is kind of easy. The vast majority, probably 95% of Americans, would be best served by using term life insurance. That is the kind of coverage that is in effect for a specific period of time or a term. Maybe it's 10, 20, 30 years. And if you die during that term, your heirs or your beneficiaries get the money that is stated on the policy. And the reason why we think term is really the best in general is that most people have a specific period of time where coverage needs to be enforced. But after a period of time, maybe your kids are grown, maybe you've saved and invested and paid down your own debt, and you don't need as much coverage. So term life will mostly cover your needs. CBS News business analyst, Jill Schlesinger. Talking the importance of having insurance with John and Sandy. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $68 a month. That $10,000 designer ring for just $168 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. Approved credit. Good Tuesday morning, September 13th at 1245. Money News, we bring you each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Has inflation peaked? Plunging prices at the gas pump expected to have a big impact on overall inflation in August, which economists on Tuesday expect to show a one-tenth of one percent drop in prices from July, the second straight monthly decline. Starbucks now introducing new benefits for its baristas, including student loan debt counseling and company contributions to employee savings accounts, but only at stores not trying to unionize. Meantime, Starbucks will have to rehire seven pro-union employees it fired in February in Memphis, Tennessee. That's on the orders of a federal judge who said the chain retaliated against those workers for their efforts to organize. And business travel is back. U.S. companies are booking business trips this fall at six times the rate of a year ago, according to a report by travel manager Trip Actions. And after a summer surge in demand, average airfares are down about 23% from one year ago. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Hey, it's Jack Taylor. Retirement living is something everyone thinks about but never feels they're ready. There's a new name coming to D.C. that'll change the way we think about retirement living. The Carnegie at Washingtonian Center in Gaithersburg. I had a chance to talk to General Manager Jaime Pacheco, and here's what he had to say. The Carnegie at Washingtonian Center emphasizes the importance of intellectual cultivation in every stage of your life. Through a selection of stimulating programs, 
Looking to expand or move your company? Ohio has the talent you need to scale for growth. Ohio's central location, reliable infrastructure, and top-ranked business climate are here to help you succeed. Get to business. Visit successinohio.com today.